Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Every Horror Movie on Netflix, the show where we watch, review, and discuss every horror movie on Netflix. I'm Patrick, and I'm back this week with, uh, well, it's just me this week, y'all. Uh, we're doing something kind of unusual, a uh, first for Amon history. We're doing a little bonus episode, and let me tell you the reason why. It's been a crazy summer for all of us here at Every Horror Movie on Netflix. Uh, me and Chris both bought houses. There's been vacations. There's been just a lot taking up our time. And we just couldn't find, for the first time in Amon history, actually, the time to sit down, watch this week's movie, which is Uma, which I'm personally very excited to see. So we're not doing a regular episode, but instead, you know, we just couldn't leave you all hanging, couldn't leave you without an episode. So we put together a little bonus episode. We checked in with not only the three of us, me, Chris, and Steven, but also checked in with an all-star cast, I think it's fair to say, of some of our favorite guests and friends of the show to ask them, what's been horrifying you this summer? What movies, what books, what games, what you know, real-life experiences have been setting your hair on end and giving you those summer scares that uh, we all crave and sometimes fear. So we're going to do a little all-star lineup here. I guess I'll kick things off. Frankly, don't have that much to share. As I said, I have been moving into a little haunted house of my own. So, uh, you know, I haven't had too much time to watch or read things. I will say that I checked out uh, the first episode of The Sandman on Netflix recently. I'm sure you all have heard about that. Uh, I'm a big fan of the comic book and graphic novel series that is the inspiration for it and really, really loved the way they adapted the uh, comics for the show in that first episode. Really exciting to see where that goes next. Outside of that, I now have an ice maker in my house, and I gotta say that has really been uh, kind of sending some chills up my spine every time I hear it. But outside of that, fortunately, this summer has been a bit low on haunting activity for me. So let's get into it here. Uh, we're going to kick things off, actually, with, I think it's fair to say, a beloved Amon guest that we haven't actually had on the show in quite a while. Hey, all. This is Christine. You may remember me as that super awkward writer who knows nothing about horror movies, but somehow the guys keep inviting me back. Well, I have been super busy this summer, but I recently snagged the subscription Shudder. I have been binging all sorts of horror movies, though mostly staying away from the slasher fix because they're just not my thing. Recently, I watched The Witch in the Window, written and directed by Andy Mitten. It's about this dad who takes his son to an old farmhouse he's going to flip. They come to realize the place is haunted by the ghost of a mean woman who sits in a chair in front of the second-story window. Always watching. Anyway, the movie is actually pretty beautiful and has what I would consider realistic dad and son moments with short, mildly witty banter. It has a decent amount of twists at the end and kept me thinking, okay, this is the end. No, really, this is the end now. Okay, this has to be the end. If you have Shudder, I definitely say cue it. Also, if you like the other podcasts I've started, you should definitely pester Chris to invite me back because it's been way too long. 
In the meantime, if you're looking for more of me, you can check out the Polaroid, Death House, and Blair Witch episodes, or you can catch me online at alanwritesit.com. Well, thanks, Christine, the witch in the window. That sounds good. And y'all, make sure you check out alanwritesit.com if you like young adult fiction or have young adults in your life who want to read some awesome young adult books. Christine writes some really amazing stuff. All right. Next up, we've got the contingent from Canada. One of our friends from the It Slays podcast has beamed in with his picks for the summer. Hello, Amon. It's your boy, Colton, co-host of the It Slays podcast, resident malignant hater, and special guest of Amon episode 125, which, in my personal opinion, might just be the best episode of the podcast yet. I'm calling in today because Patrick sort of strong-armed me into doing so. I know he might seem like a good guy on the pod and in the Discord and on social media, but in the DMs, the dude's downright threatening. Anyways, he wanted me to call in and mention a few things in the world of horror that I've enjoyed this summer. And what better way to start off than with the movie everyone's already seen? Nope. It's no big surprise that Jordan Peele has made another great horror movie, but I wasn't prepared for what this movie had to offer. It didn't begin the way I expected, it wasn't structured the way I expected, and its scale was much larger than I expected. But I sort of loved the way my expectations were consistently subverted and often exceeded by the movie. Sure, its themes get a little muddled, the VFX aren't always top-notch, and its narrative takes some really big swings that you're either on board with or you're very much not, but I can easily overlook a few gripes here and there with everything else the movie gets so right. Like Hoyt Van Hoytema's gorgeous, often epic cinematography, the heartfelt relationship between OJ and his sister Emerald, the sound design. Oh my god, the sound design. Uh, hearing this thing on IMAX speakers that were tuned maybe a little too loud wound up making my ears ring and my hair stand on end. I can understand if this movie isn't for you, but from the opening scene, I was very much vibing with it. So if you somehow haven't seen Nope, I highly recommend doing so. Okay, so uh, that used up a little bit more time than I expected, so I'll hit you with just one more that I know listeners of Amon will enjoy. Incantation on Netflix. Incantation is a Taiwanese found footage horror movie that was released this year, and unlike most found footage horror movies, it isn't a slow burn for 80 minutes with 15 minutes of scares. This thing pretty much hits the ground running, and when it does slow down to take a breath, there's this overwhelming feeling of dread or melancholy that permeates throughout that I found consistently engaging. It's based on a true story of a family that believed that they were possessed by spirits, and follows the mother's pursuit in trying to banish whatever has taken hold of her child. The world and mythos it builds felt believable, as was how it perverts and distorts religious iconography and text, but what was most engaging to me was how it incorporates you as the audience into the movie, making you more of an active participant in what is taking place rather than a passive observer. Uh, you'll get what I mean within the first two minutes of the movie, but it's left better for you to discover than for me to spoil. Anyways, even with the somewhat divisive reviews online, I highly recommend this one and hopefully you'll enjoy it just as much as I did. I had a couple of other things prepared, like the video game The Quarry or Phil Tippett's Mad God, but I think I'll just leave it there for now, and hopefully someone else will mention those. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Until next time. Colton, it was our absolute pleasure to have you on again. I've been curious about Incantation for a while. I hear there's a TikTok challenge where TikTokers are daring each other to watch the movie without stopping or pausing it because it's apparently so scary, and I want to look into that myself. But let's take a minute here to talk about this uh, this threatening thing. You think I'm threatening, huh? 
just just because I sent your podcast a nasty voicemail that one time? Is that what we're talking about here? Because if you got a problem with me, I can hop on a plane right now. I can come up to Canada. We can sell this man to man. You got a problem with me, Colton? We can sort this out. But I'll uh, I'll simmer things back down for a minute, though, because you know I wouldn't want to appear too threatening. Next up, we got one of your friends from your little podcast, Mister Colton. Patrick's threatening Simpson. I'll deal with you later. All right. Anyways, let's uh, let's hear this next clip. Hello, horror hounds, and welcome to my voice message for this newest episode of every horror movie on Netflix. I see uh, you haven't changed your name yet. I already told you guys we need the new podcast, Every Movie on Netflix. Step your game up, fellas. This is your humble host, Rowan, from the It Slays podcast, coming from Eastern Canada. It's early. I'm recording this at like 8 in the morning, and I wanted to let you guys know, you asked a question about summer, summertime films I have watched uh, that all you other horror hounds listening should take a peek at. So uh, I do have a couple recommendations of some good things I saw this uh, this summer. First off, we'll start with one that I feel that no one liked except for me, uh, which was Firestarter, the remake from Blumhouse. Uh, the movie may not be amazing, but... I say it time and time again, I think the soundtrack is, like, one of the best soundtracks in the last, like, five years. It was uh, absolutely magnificent. Another one uh, I really enjoyed was the A24 Alex Garland release, Men. Uh, it was great little folk horror, also uh, great music and score and sound design. Like, the rest of the world, I... Absolutely love Jordan Peele's newest film, Nope. Lots of deep meaning and uh, submersive messaging and things you can take away from it that, you know, you just got to pick and pick at. Uh, Another great thing I saw was the brand new, another brand new A24 is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Uh, It was a great whodunit kind of slasher-esque horror. I, I don't know if it's a biting satire of Gen Z like they claim, but uh, I I really enjoyed it. I also enjoyed Prey. I think everyone else in the world has enjoyed Prey. A great entry into the Predator franchise, uh, kind of bringing it back to the basics. And then the uh, the last thing I wanted to suggest, maybe for you documentary heads out there, uh, this one came out last year in 2021, but uh, if you're on Shudder, they just brought it on for you to watch, like, this summer. And that's called The Found Footage Phenomenon. And it's exactly what the title says. It's all about uh, found footage as a genre. And they interview, you know, the creators of Blair Witch and Ghost Watch. Like, we really go dig deep into, like, the 80s and the 90s. And people that were kind of doing found footage before, you know the zeitgeist of Blair Witch existed. So I think that's enough to leave you for with this summer. As always, you can tune in to our podcast, It Slays Podcast. You can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Follow us on any social media. You can hear our voices uh, next to your wonderful hosts at every horror movie on Netflix. Uh, We've done multiple episodes with them. They've done multiple episodes with us. So, uh... 
Enjoy your break, guys, and, you know, hurry up and invite me back so I can uh, talk about something other than Army of the Dead. Maybe something good. See you later. My God, can you believe these It Slays guys? We got Colton coming in saying I'm threatening. We got Rowan coming in criticizing Zack Snyder's masterpiece, Army of the Dead. I I don't know. I don't know about these guys. We might have to end our relationship with them. But no, seriously, we love It Slays podcast. Go check them out. They love horror and have really fun, really intelligent discussions on the genre uh, with incredible regularity. They see so much more and review so much more than we do. So uh, please give them a listen if you haven't already. All right. Up next, it's a familiar voice. One of your regular faithful Amon hosts. Let's listen. What up, what up, guys? It's Chris, and, you know, it's the end of the summer, start of fall. Uh, I actually um, bought a house recently, too, much like Patrick. We we have a uh, Amon real estate scam happening currently. And I'm excited because the Halloween stuff is starting to creep into stores earlier than I can ever remember. It's It's happening in August now. And so I need some essential things from my home, like a welcome mat. And I have been waiting for the Halloween decor to go on sale before I buy any of that. Um, so that's, that's, that's what I'm most excited about as we wind down the summer. Other than that, this might not come as a surprise. I haven't really been watching that much. Um, I just saw Top Gun Maverick in IMAX. Finally, I was very excited. I missed it the first time around and then it came back and I said, thank God I get a second chance. I missed it again. And then it happened to come back a third time and I saw it and it was everything I hoped it would be. You know, I laughed, I cried. Um, good time. Not, not very horror related at all, but I just, I just thought I'd say that. Uh, I watched one random episode of the American horror stories anthology series had to do with some milkmaids discovering a, cure for smallpox and i watched it because someone wanted to check it out because it was it was so gross they heard they heard it was a really gross episode and there were lots of pustules in this episode but let me tell you i'm i'm trying to get me a woman who has pustules after that episode and we'll leave it at that um what else i got a lot of stuff i've been meaning to watch haven't watched it yet when i do i'm sure you'll hear about it on the show uh but other than that you know uh, i hope i hope you're all enjoying these these dog days of summer as 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 uh with with autumn closing in as we say in, in southeast michigan and i will talk to you all later see ya okay well thanks for that chris uh good luck with those pustules i guess uh, up next, we have another Amon guest who is particularly near and dear to my heart because they're uh, a fellow fan of Crimson Peak. Let's take a listen. Allison with a Y here coming at you with some podcast recommendations because I've dubbed myself the official Amon podcast correspondent. <laughs> so the first one that I have for you is Spooked. Uh, many of you have probably heard of it already, but if you haven't, it's this amazing storytelling podcast from the people who brought you Snap Judgment. It's real people telling their real stories of the spooky experiences they've had, paranormal experiences, things they can't explain. It's done so well that it gives me the absolute creeps. Sometimes 
if I listen to it before I go to bed or when I'm driving at night, I get a little too freaked out and it's fantastic. Uh, the next one is Haunted Road. It's a podcast hosted by Amy Bruni. She's a paranormal investigator and she talks about various haunted locations uh, around the world and the country. And she comes at it from a really lovely, empathetic standpoint for the spirits who supposedly reside in these places. She's big on trying to connect them to the history and really tell their stories. She's not big on going to places and trying to rile them up. She wants to go to communicate and see if there's anything she can do to help them. And she talks about some of those experiences as well as the history of these places. It's really good. Um, I also have been loving the Unsolved Mysteries podcast. It absolutely captures the vibe of the original show uh, as well as the reboot. It has everything from true crime to ghost stories to everyone favorite alien encounters. It is a really fun thing to binge listen to. And then finally, my last one that I'm going to recommend is this podcast called Being Dead Serious. It is a podcast hosted by this husband and wife who talk about uh, macabre history. Every episode is about something horrific that has happened or a horrific historic character, legend, all of that stuff. Uh, they come at it from like much more of a factual standpoint. They're uh, skeptical in a non-pretentious way. They're very interested in these things, clearly, but they don't just, you know go over the top about it. It's really, they've got a really great dynamic. It's really fun to listen to. Uh, they're kind of early on in the podcast still, but I would check it out being dead serious. But yeah, those are my recommendations for you. Thank you guys. All right. Thank you for that, Allison, with a Y. And congratulations on your self-assigned new role as Amon's podcast correspondent. All right. To round out this exercise in bonus episodism, if I can coin that term or, or discipline, we're going to do something really different from what you've heard so far this episode. As I mentioned at the beginning of all this, I asked everyone who's contributed, what's been horrifying you this summer? And as you've heard, most interpreted that to mean what horror movies, shows, books, podcasts have you been enjoying this summer? But a couple took it to mean you know, what's been upsetting, unsettling, horrifying, terrifying you in your very real personal life this summer. And that's what you're about to hear from our next couple contributors. First up is, I mean, really one of the most special guests that we've ever had on Amon. It's Neville Arshembo, the actor who played Gerald, the villain of the movie 13 Cameras, which we reviewed way, way back in the day. We were all captivated by his performance and had the really wonderful opportunity to uh, have a great interview with him a couple years ago. He's continued to keep in touch as a friend of the show. And he sent over, I mean, honestly, a pretty upsetting and harrowing personal story here uh, that you're about to hear. Uh, I'm going to let you listen to that, but with the caveat that uh, he did have a few technical difficulties in getting this story over to us. So the audio does drop out a little bit, but I think you'll get the gist. Here it is. Take a listen. It's uh, Neville or Gerald from 13 Cameras. And uh, just wanted to say hey to you guys. Come and take a visit here on the site. And uh, hope everyone's doing good. So I have a little story for you. And it's actually a real story and something that concerns us here where I live. And uh, I live on a farm um, out, in, out in Oregon. <laughs> and uh, we have a lot of animals on our property in a secure 
surrounding and secure pastures that are um, security fenced with electric fences. And um, we have a, or we had a goat by the name of Bella. And Bella was 18 years old, which is really pretty old for a goat. Goats don't usually live to be that old, but we take really good care of them here. And, uh, um, you know, we supplement them really well. And, and uh, so they're pretty well fortified. But about a year ago, Bella disappeared. And um, within the perimeter that we have, like I was saying, it's an electric fence and really well secured. And in 25 years, we've never lost a single animal and uh, until Bella. And so we searched for the longest time, about about 25 acres, and um, we would search every day. And before long, we figured we'd find like an odor as if she had died or, but there was nowhere that anything smelled peculiar or did we find anything? Or even we looked on the fences and to see if there was any kind of digging or any way that something could have come in. Um, plus, we, we live in an area where we have no neighbors. We're completely, completely isolated, so we're not worried about someone, ha someone having come in. But um, the only way that maybe she would have disappeared was being um, gotten by cougar, and which means that the cougar would have to lifted her over the fence because uh, the fence is electric, and uh, the cougar probably knows that that fence is 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 hot because they learn. So um, it is a small possibility, but it's a lot of weight to pull over a fence. So she would literally a cougar would literally have to take him in the mouth and then jump over the fence. Could it could be possible, but it hasn't happened in 25 years, and we usually have more animals than that. Um, than we have now. Um, so we never found anything about uh, Bella. So about a week ago, Bella's daughter, <laughs> Creamy, disappeared. And by chance, Creamy too was 18 years old, which is again, still very, very different for, for goats. Goats don't, just don't get that old. Um, uh, creamy disappeared. And, um, again, there's no neighbors. There's no one to, to steal her. And, um, again, we're, the perimeter is electric. And again, 25 years, no one, nothing's ever happened. So now we're looking for creamy. And, um, uh, it's been, well, it's been, it's been two weeks at least. And so there's, there's been no smell. There's, uh, She's we've we've searched with people and and the the entire property, so um, everyone's had an eye out. Man, the the video that Neville sent us cut off there, but I think we got the basic gist of the story. He did follow up by text and tell us uh, he still hasn't found Creamy. So uh, thanks for sharing that with us, Neville. Uh, I think it's safe to say there is some serious overlap between the. Amon fan base and animal lovers, including, of course, myself. Uh, so our hearts are with you and hoping you end up finding.
creamy. All right, to wrap up this special episode, let's hear again from your other faithful, regular Amon co-host with another very real life story of terror. Hey guys, it's your pal Steven here, checking in from sunny Ypsilanti, Michigan. Hope you've all been having as spooky of a summer as you'd like to. I haven't had a lot of time to watch horror over the past week because I was on vacation, but I do have a real-life terror tidbit I'd like to share with you. I spent last week visiting my brother, who lives and works in the middle of Yellowstone National Park, an equally beautiful and occasionally horrifying place. I stayed up most nights very late, sitting outside on the back porch, reading. Uh, in fact, I was reading the latest Amon book club selection, The Pallbearers Club by Paul Tremblay. You can find more info about the book club on our Discord, link in the show notes. Maybe the fifth night that I was staying there in the pitch blackness, I had an LED lamp open just a sliver enough so that I could read. I heard a large rustling, thumping sound, maybe 20 yards off to my left. And I assume this was probably a bison. They're big and bad, but I figured I'm just sitting here minding my own business. I don't think he's going to bother with me. Maybe 20 minutes later, I heard another sound and saw what looked to be the shadows of a pair of antlers, an elk. Again, I'm not too worried. I think I'm sitting here quietly. He probably won't approach me. Maybe five minutes later, off to my right, about the same distance, maybe 20 yards, I heard a series of rustling sounds and decided to pull out my phone, turn on the flashlight, and I saw three sets of yellow, very hungry-looking eyes stooped low to the ground, staring at me. Definitely wolves. I very quietly closed my book, turned off my flashlight and my lantern, and like the Homer Simpson meme where he retreats into the bushes, I slowly backwards noped my way into the apartment and for some reason locked the door behind me as if that was going to offer further protection. (laughs) Unfortunately, this means I have to get together with the gang and watch Uma. I probably would have rather been eaten by wolves, but hey, I guess I'm looking forward to being back in your ear holes in a couple of weeks. Wow, wow, wow. We're going to have to start calling Stephen Neeson. He's out there reenacting the gray in Yellowstone. What a story. Well, folks, that's all we've got for this episode. I'm about to, in the words of Stephen, backwards nope myself right out of this episode. I am so looking forward to joining you again in two weeks back on our regular schedule to discuss Uma with uh, Chris and Stephen and, of course, all of you on the Discord. Uh, Please take a look at the show notes if you haven't already joined the Discord Uh, It's a great time, great community, great discussions happening out there. Really wonderful place to chat with us about what you thought of the movies and chat with other fans and chat about all kinds of things that we didn't even talk about on the show at all. Uh, As always, we'll encourage you to go to our website that is still somehow broken. I mean, you know, I guess we can give Chris a little slack here. He has been moving into a house, as he mentioned. But, you know, let's let's get that guy to fix the website. Uh, anyways, it's at everyhorrormovieonnetflix.com. It does still have the list out there of every movie that we've watched. It has a link to our merch store that you can go to to get a t-shirt or other piece of merchandise with Amon art on it. Check us out on your social feeds. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're not on TikTok. We're not on LinkedIn. We're not on, you know, I, I don't even know what the kids are using these days. But we just got the, you know, the big three, the old three, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're there. 
And I think that's it. We're going to see you in a couple of weeks. Have a great rest of your summer. We hope we gave you a little uh, something to maybe enjoy in the horror realm if you were looking for something in these remaining weeks as you go inside from the sweltering heat and look for something fun to do inside. And boy, yeah, that's it for me. I'm really unused to this whole business of holding down the fort without uh, Chris and Steven to back me up. So I'm going to shut the hell up. We'll see you soon. For every horror movie on Netflix, I'm Patrick.